five and five, four, three, two, boom. We are back up in this bitch. Welcome in, folks, to episode 179 of the G Meeker MMA show. It is your host, Gabriel Hernandez, coming at you live on beautiful Thursday, March 15th. Or March 14th, excuse me. March 14th, 2019. <laughs> it's been a little bit of time. I feel like it's been forever, but forever is present, if that makes sense. And you know, you know, distance makes the heart go fonder. So I'm going to make all you guys' heart fonder on today's episode. So, uh, welcome in. Like I said, a lot of fun stuff has gone on, a lot of different things have happened within, like, the last few weeks, or really since the last episode, actually, so, and there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about, and, uh, we'll get to all that stuff, so, like I said, thank you all for joining in, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, if you're an iPhone user, Apple Podcasts, available everywhere. It's easy as fuck to find us. Thanks to all who do. Um, like I said, a lot of stuff to talk about today. UFC Fight Night returns to London. You got Jorge Masvidal taking on Darren Till. Should be an excellent fight. Um, I've got some interesting stuff coming up myself, so we'll get into that as well. Um... As, as for me, I've just been, like, chilling, just been relaxing, um, you know, gathering all my thoughts, putting them all together, really just working on myself as a human being. It's not like I lost a passion or anything, like, to, to podcast or have it to do anything like that. No, it's, it's not that. It's just, it's like, for me, it's not a job. It's not like I have to do it all the time, but it is when I get time to do it is when it's the most special. And when I get time to do it, the most, when it's the most special, it gives me a lot to talk about. So that's what I'm going to be talking about on today's show. Just, you know, you know, obviously we'll get to the fights as well as what's coming up. I want to jump right into it. But, um, as you guys know, in the last episode, last few episodes, I've talked about how I've always aspired to train and compete and, you know, prove that I can be one of the best and am one of the best in the world when it comes to that competing, my knowledge of the game and everything, but vice versa. Uh, let me fast forward to an interesting phone call I got from an instructor at American Top Team in a local uh, local uh, city. It's one of the branches, but it's not a it's not the it's not the one in Florida. Let me just tell you that I'm not going to uh, disclose the name of the city, but she reached out. I, I had posted I was interested, or, or you know, filled out the little newsletter, said I was interested in you know checking out some classes and working out. She said uh, to come on over, and I have a session tomorrow. At 4.20, haha, 4.20, that's pretty awesome, huh? But, um, yeah, so I have a session there, I'm gonna go there, this is my first time really jumping right in, like, it's been a long time, my first time in a long, long, long time, and, um, I'm real excited for that, I'm really, really excited, because not only is that something I've always wanted to do, but I get a chance to prove myself, and, you know, show these people 
what, what, what real is. I'm coming in and I want to prove that I'm serious about everything. I'm knowledgeable. She asked me about my knowledge. I told her, well, she asked me my knowledge of the game and what I was experienced with. And I told her every single thing, you know, I know a lot more than any average person. I've studied lots of fight film. I've dedicated myself to the sport. I've been associated with MMA since 2010, wanted to fight since 2014 strongly. I watched it in 2010, but I wasn't 14 at that, at that, in that year, but I had followed it enough to really generate and see what I really wanted to do. And, you know, like I said, I talked about it for a long time. When I didn't have anything in the world, I had martial arts. It saved me. It's it's given me a huge purpose. It's a huge passion of mine. So that's going to be super exciting. Um, it's going to be Muay Thai. So it's going to be traditional Muay Thai. There 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 are classes they teach is mainly Taekwondo and Muay Thai at this at this branch. So if for those who aren't familiar with it, damn, that's a nice ass. Um, for those who aren't. If you've seen it, you'd you'd agreed with me. Um, for those who aren't associated with MMA and people just listen to this just for the hell of it, I've had a lot of girls tell me my voice is very soothing and it helps them relax and like go to sleep and stuff and like in a good way, not like it's boring or anything. I just you know the voice is I got I mean it's perfect for, for broadcasting, so I know we're doing something right. But um. So what it is, for people that don't know what Muay Thai is, it's associated with punches, knees, elbows, striking. Well, striking, obviously, striking is a, a discipline. It's not a specific, like, move. But, yes, it's punches, knees, kicks, elbows. That's all. That's that, that's my bread and butter, man. That's, that's what I pride myself on. And the thing is, what they're going to teach me, and, you know, and just what anyone's going to teach you, if you know some stuff already, your foot's already halfway in the water. You're halfway in there. Now, I'm not just some random guy that just wants to show up and learn self-defense. It's, it's I've known a lot of techniques and a lot of different things and, and studied lots of lots of hours and hours and hours of fight film and, and, and picked up a lot of techniques. I've watched it over and over. I've broke it all down. I've done a lot of this different, you know, studying outside of the game. And I'm excited to, you know, put it all together, you know, round it out, put my put my all my pieces of the puzzle together. So that's some big news coming up, followed by some other things too, and um, I'm very excited. To, I'm very, very excited for that. I can't, I can't even like describe how excited I am. I was like, it's, it felt cool this morning. I woke up. I was like, oh, you're gonna go to training tomorrow. It wants you work out. It told me to come and wear something comfortable and wear something I can punch and kick in, and that's my bread and butter. And that's the reason why I set myself differently from all these people is because my dedication to the sport, what I know, is more than I'm average than a lot of other people. I mean, I can't speak for everyone. I don't know of anyone else's backgrounds and stuff or what they've went through in their entire lives. But I know my confidence is where it should be, and I deserve to have that confidence because I've had this dedication and I've proven it time in and time again throughout my entire life. So I get to prove that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous. I mean, obviously you're going to have some shit shows sometimes in the gym and do stuff like that, but my, my, but my IQ is very high. I tend to perform a lot better with under, under the bright lights and not thinking about my performance, performing, just, just going out, going out there and letting everything flow. That's what I am. You know, I, I have, I, I know of all these other techniques. There's so many techniques out there. There's so much stuff that I know about that I've followed for so many years that it's only going to make me learn a lot faster and a lot quicker 
and what I want to do is perfect my craft, and, you know, I'm going to see how it is there. Like I said, American Top Team is one of the best gyms in the world, and like I said, this is a branch of it. Of course, I'd like to go to the one in Florida, too, because all it's home with all the best fighters in the world, but, you know, this is something I've wanted to do for so long, so... I'm real excited to do it, so that'll be my first uh, little little tryout session to see how it is. Because, you know, my bread and butter, I, I've always wanted to go to American Kickboxing Academy. I mean, I'm going to cross-train. I'm going to do everything. I'm not going to stay at one place. I'm, I'm going to learn and get different looks and different feels. And I want to become one of the best in the world. And I can do that at any place I choose because of my skills and my adaptability and, and what I'm able to accomplish in and outside of the cage and what I know about homework when it comes to that stuff and my sharpness and my, my IQ. My fight IQ is higher than anything. And I can promise that. When you talk to me, when you sit down and we talk about it. So that's going to be super exciting. I can't wait for that tomorrow. Um... A lot of fight stuff's happened, you know, a couple fight nights that went by since uh, since we last talked, uh, obviously Junior Dos Santos just defeated Derek Luce, um, and by a very impressive knockout in the second round, I mean, it was a back and forth, you know, Derek Lewis caught him a couple times and, you know, had him on the back burner, Junior Lanza's vintage spinning back kicks, you know, Derek Lewis has uh, had problems with body shots in the past and he's been hurt. You know, the Travis Brown fight, he got hurt early in that fight that came back and ended up winning. But, you know, Junior engaged in a firefight with the Black Beast, and a lot of people thought that Junior's pace and his, you know, his overall game, you know, his technical abilities would outdo Derek, because Derek's not the most technical guy. And, you know, you know, his questionable cardio sometimes, you know, he does get tired. And, you know, a lot of people thought it would be a one-sided fight, but Derek did land couple good times on on junior and could have had him in some big trouble so for junior that's three wins in a row for the former ufc heavyweight champion so we'll see what he goes where he goes from here more signs are pointing to francis and ganu than anyone else i think that is a fight that should be made um obviously that fight was scheduled to happen but the whole usada thing happened and uh you know it wasn't uh he wasn't able to compete who Francis fight instead of that? I forgot who Francis fought instead of that. Or, um, but yeah. So Junior Junior's back up in the win column. He looks good. I've always, I always thought ever since he made that move to American Top Team, that was the best move that he could make. Because you know, obviously, he was um, in his last his last loss was Stipe Stipe Miocic. I mean, Alistair Overeem did beat him too, but you know, overall, Junior has has looked good. He's only lost two of the best in the world. So, you know, congrats to Junior Dos Santos. Derek Lewis's stock doesn't doesn't drop at all. He's still just as dangerous and just as talented as as everyone has given him credit for. And he will definitely be back. Um just had a couple injuries going into that fight, unfortunately, and uh, you know, injuries are a part of this game and you know, unfortunately for him, he was injured. He did take the fight. His coaches wanted him to pull out of it, but uh, it, ultimately, that didn't end up happening. We still had an excellent fight from both men, and uh, congrats to Junior. And uh, you know, this whole title shot stuff is all is all crammed up because of uh, the whole Brock Lesnar DC situation and all that. So we really don't know what's next. I'd like to see him fight for a title again. It's kind of interesting to see someone that's not named Kane at the top, and you know, it gives life to people like that, like Junior, because you know, Kane's there, a healthy Kane. Junior's not touching him. 
but it's it's interesting to see like it's interesting to see how it would play out. I definitely feel that it would play out differently now. But if you look at where Kane is and you look at where JDS is now, it's completely two completely different fields. But uh, it's all good. Um, fast forward to USC London. Like I said, welterweight showdown between Jorge Masvidal versus. Darren Till, which should be excellent. A striker's paradise, a strike fest. Seals beautiful hair on Jorge Masvidal looks like a looks like a Cuban drug lord. And Masvidal's as game as it comes, game bred for a reason. So he will be main eventing against Darren Till. Both men are coming off of losses. Both men have a common opponent, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Darren Till beat him by split decision. Uh, Masvidal. Fell short to Wonder Boy by unanimous decision, um, but both men are coming off of losses. Um, this is Till's main event in London. This should be a home field advantage for him. Um, really curious to see how Masvidal comes back. You know, it's, he's been he's been out for a little bit of time. Um, I think the like he was on that that TV show in like Latin America, like a Latin America TV show, the whole workout t- TV show. I mean, it's a fight. Anything can happen, man. Anything can happen at all. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting fight. It's really interesting because Game Bread's very dangerous. So is Darren Till. Darren Till's coming off the first loss of his career. Uh, on the other side of it, Jorge has had, had lost before, so it's a little bit different of a playing field. Darren Till hasn't lost in the octagon yet, and his, his, his first loss was pretty significant. That's, uh, what, uh, but it's interesting to see, it's interesting to see both men coming back. You know, Ma- Masvidal, like I said, his, his game is as it come. He's one of the best in the world. Uh, he puts it all together. He's, he's made for this kind of game. And I definitely think it's going to be a fun fight for however long it lasts. Darren Till thinks he's going to knock Masvidal out. Good luck with that. Very interesting because these guys are two strikers. Um, Till's kind of reminisced to Wonder Boy in a way, but it's a completely different fighter than Wonder Boy. So it's going to be interesting how Masvidal reacts to him, and you know how every, how everything plays out because they do have common opponents and similar styles when it comes to Wonder Boy and Darren Till. So I mean, I mean, like I said, Masvidal is his game as they come. Like I said again, and and he's going to make it a hard fight for anyone that has to compete against him. So Darren Till versus Masvidal should be a very interesting fight. And side note. When I woke up this morning, I seen something I never expected. I was scrolling through Twitter. Boom. Russo Brothers. Boom. On Twitter. Released a brand new Avengers Endgame official movie trailer. Avengers Endgame comes out in three fucking weeks, folks. And we watched every two minutes. However fucking long it was. It was like almost three minutes long. But, you know, it was good. It was exciting. A lot of speculation. A lot of interesting stuff. I like watching the fan accounts, breakdowns, Easter eggs, 10 things you miss. All those fucking videos on YouTube. I'm excited to see those. So, I've been really waiting for that. And also... I seen Captain Marvel the other day. It was absolutely fantastic. I loved it. It was great. Carol Danvers is amazing. Um, Brie Larson is fucking stunning as hell. Um, and very excited to see uh, um, Captain Marvel in Avengers Endgame. We did get a couple clips of her at the end 
scene of Captain Marvel shows a scene with the whole pager and it turns off and Black Widow says she wants to know who's on the other side. She turns around, Captain Marvel's behind her. Says, where's Fury? We see the Avengers Endgame trailer today. At the very end of it, it shows a confrontation between her and Thor. Friendly, of course, and Thor says, I like this one, points at her in the trailer. So it's pretty awesome, man. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Like I said, three weeks from now, it should be a very, very fun movie. I'm, I'm dead-ass excited to see it. I mean, for all of us Marvel fans, we've been waiting for this movie to come out since Infinity War. Because the tragic ending of Infinity War, you all, you all remember, it was Thanos essentially... Uh, well, not essentially... Thanos fucking winning defeated half the the Avengers not half the Avengers half that uh, just decimated half the people on planet on the planet in the universe he just decimated 50% of everyone in the universe a lot of our fan favorite Avengers decimated in the snap as well so that was a tragic moment for a lot of fans a lot of heartbreak no one expected it to go this way and a little quick side note about Infinity War was the fact that when I seen the previews and knew that Thanos was going to be in there, there was a side of me that didn't even think... I mean, the whole side of me, actually, I'm not going to lie to you. The, the whole side of me didn't think that they were going to beat him. I didn't think they had what it take to beat a guy like Thanos. I just, I just didn't think that they had a like what it took. I mean, obviously they're the, they're the Avengers and stuff like that, but like I just didn't think. I didn't know he's just so powerful. I didn't think that they could do anything to stop him. That's the thing. But yeah, obviously he ultimately stopped them. They got all the stones. They let personal feelings get in the way of stuff, and you know ultimately they came up short. And now the Avengers seek more help than. As much help, excuse me, as they could possibly need with Captain Marvel, with um, with Ant Man, obviously, with uh, Ronan, aka Clint Barton, aka Hawkeye, and the help of Captain Marvel as well as uh, you know, like I said, they they, they can't do it on their own, that's for sure. So like, with Ant Man, what's associated with Ant Man is a quantum realm, so they're going to use the quantum realm. A lot of that's going to be utilized in that movie, time travel, going back and get the stones. Otherwise, there's no way in hell they're going to stop them. They, can, they couldn't stop him without doing this plan, without this notorious plan to go back in time and you go back to old scenes, gra- grasp the time, uh, the, all the all the Infinity Stones, bring him to present day and take on Thanos in, in present day because Thanos, like I said, was very successful. And there's rumors that he is coming, he comes to Earth to attack the Avengers base and... You know, there's gonna be a lot of uh, there's gonna be a lot of action, a lot of action in this one. I feel like definitely because um, just the way that Infinity War ended, it was significant. Because when has Avengers been unsuccessful? I mean, on average, you know, first Avengers are successful. Age of Ultron, they defeated Ultron. Um, Captain America: Civil War. I mean, I don't. I mean, that's maybe the first L. You know, the biggest player in all of this was Helmuth Zemo. Zemo from Civil War, the bad guy with no superpowers. You know, he constructed a plan to turn the Avengers on each other, and they split up. And that played a factor in Infinity War, because they weren't all together. They didn't all have each other's backs. They were all separated. They were enemies of the, of the, of the world. They were fugitives. So they had all that w- uh, weighing, weighing on their back, but they didn't have each other. They didn't have the team. Tony was fighting Thanos on a different planet. Um, 
Captain America and Black Panther are all on Wakanda trying to uh, take on the, the Chitari army or whatever the fuck it is, Thanos' army, whatever the hell it's called, the Black Order. Um, and, no, they didn't get their time. That's the thing. They didn't get to unite together. They didn't get their time to shine because they were separated. And that was because of Zemo. In a way, Captain America wasn't with his ally Iron Man, so we didn't get to see what would happen if they all joined together as a team to fight Thanos. Some people say, and, and I definitely agree with this, that they still wouldn't have stand a chance. They probably would have stood stood a better chance before then. But now, I think you know, with all this and their plan to uh, go back in time, utilize the quantum realm. You know, they showed the quantum realm soups in that trailer today, so it definitely does play a huge role. And I'm really curious to see how it is. I know it's going to bring a lot of action, and so it's like I think it's like three hours or two, something like that. Three hours, and I'm really excited to see what what happens because there's just so many breakdowns, so many theories, so many different things to pay attention to. You know, it's hard to believe, but for me, I store all the knowledge, all the little blogs, all the little stupid rumors. I just make them possibilities. Therefore, if something does happen, I'm I'm knowledgeable, and I can say, "Hey, I knew that. I definitely did." However, the 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 best part about I mean, not the best part, one of the more, you know, big fanboy moments about it is the fact that the notorious villain who was very successful in the last Avengers movie wasn't even shown in the trailers. It showed old footage in the first trailer, but it hasn't shown Thanos, it hasn't shown any, like, action scenes with them fighting Thanos, so I think that there's that beyond maybe something else, a bigger threat a bigger threat in the MCU. So it's going to be it's going to be real interesting to see what happens. It's I, I mean if it's a, a notorious battle against him and there's all all the Avengers are together then I think it's going to be somewhat interesting but something tells me that it's not only going to be Thanos, and that's the thing. There's been rumors, a lot of other villains too, and stuff coming, especially going through the quantum realm and all that. So it's going to be different, or maybe Return of Ultron or something like that. A lot of surprises, a lot of stuff coming out. So it's going to be really interesting. Like I said, I mean, I'm really excited to see it. Three weeks from now, it feels like a lifetime. Um, it's probably been the fastest that I have been able to wait. No, like, not the fastest, but the most smoothest wait time that I've had due to watching theories and potential spoilers for Avengers. Like I said this morning, I didn't even know a fucking trailer was coming out, so it's really interesting. And I heard, like, a lot of deaths and stuff. You know, unexpected deaths will happen in that movie and stuff, but, uh, like, I don't know. I mean, the major tease of, of specific characters not making it. Um, a big, the biggest one, I think, the biggest spoiler, I think, low-key, that no one really realized about Avengers Endgame was the fact that Chris Evans tweeted, you know, at the final wrapping of the movie, he tweeted, you know, his best wishes, you know, his contract was set to be up for this movie, this would be his last movie, and he, he basically wrapped the Captain America story. If you go, I'm not gonna repeat the tweet, I don't remember the exact words, I'm too lazy to pick up the tweet and stuff, but if you go back and you look at the tweet, you can see it for yourself. He's basically rap, calling it a rap, and you know when there's people that are putting all the little pieces of the puzzle together, coming up with their little rumors and stuff like that, it's notorious to potentially think that he would die in Avengers Endgame. And, in my opinion, I feel like that's the thing that's going to happen, because 
you know, the way he sent that tweet out, low-key, but, like, he didn't really, not like he spoiled anything or said anything about the film. He just, you know, in reality, his time was up for uh, the MCU. You know, he wants to venture off. He wants to do other things. And like I said, he started Captain America in 2011. Um, it's 2019, a long time. Tony Stark's been since 2008. Oh, it's been a long, long time. So, it's been a long ride. I remember, I remember when the first Iron Man came out, I was a little kid. It was a great movie. I mean, the way he was able to escape that cave and stuff like that. Um, you know, construct something out of potentially nothing. Box of scraps. Saving his own life. You know, the whole bomb that went off and he only damaged, you know, his heart. And, you know, he had that battery in his chest and, you know, he couldn't live without it. To fast forwarding to the new Avengers Infinity War film where he didn't even need it. He just has it, like he said, as a housing unit for nanoparts. So now that he has the housing unit for nanoparts, his heart is healthy. He is healed. He no longer needs that. The I don't know what the fuck they call it. He, he no longer needs the chess piece that he has. There's a specific word for it, but I can't think of it currently. But he no longer needs it, and, you know, just a housing unit for nanoparts. You know, suit, his suit is, is, is essentially in his chest, so he doesn't have to worry about taking it off or taking off all the metal or any of that. It, it, it's, it's particles. You know, it's a nan- nanotech. Like you said, put it with a push of a button, has a suit. Right directly on, so... I mean, you've seen the movie. You've seen how he did it in the first battle scene of Infinity War. It was badass. I mean, that saved so much time for Tony. The fact that he has that suit. I mean, the other suits were cool. No, don't get me wrong. I like to have all the rest of those, like, Iron Man suits. But if I could go with, like, uh... Uh, like a quantum... Oh, not quantum suit. Oh, quantum. I was thinking of those white suits that they have, the quantum realm suits. But I was thinking, if they could have... Ooh, Wow. I was thinking if they could have uh, the you know the nanotech one, he just pushes like I said, pushes chest easiest, easiest can be. He can create his own weapons out of the uh, um, create his own weapons out of the nanotech technology and stuff. And you know, like he made that sword that he tried to stab Thanos with. He had that like that big freaking ray gun or whatever the fuck it was. And, you know, he just was able to generate any weapon and create any weapon out of nothing. It wasn't like he had a set weapon or this suit comes with this particular amount of weapons. No, he's able to generate those and create those himself. Whatever he wants to create, he can create. And this is supposed to be his... The, the, the evolution of Tony Stark is supposed to be generated around his technology. And I'm sure you guys have seen that a lot and heard that one. Look at us straight up going all superhero on this episode. I mean, it's because it's uh, so exciting. It's like right around the corner, and that was the official trailer. And um, I think I think it's re- it's like I said, it's going to be really, really, really exciting. Uh, like I said, Captain Marvel is really, really exciting too. But you know, for for a lot of fans, especially of the MCU, like I was saying earlier, the way Infinity War ended was a big, huge, 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 huge impact on the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well as a lot of people and their hearts. They're all smashed. Spider-Man saying he didn't want to go. People being resurrected, potentially brought back to life. 
time travel, all that shit's gonna be crazy, dude. I'm 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 fucking stoked. Avengers Endgame. I called off from work one day to watch Captain Marvel. That's how much I wanted to see it, and I'll do the same exact thing with Avengers Endgame. So I can't wait for that one. Avengers Endgame, April twenty first, if I'm not mistaken. So catch that shit in all the theaters near you. I'm gonna wait like a week or so. I don't know, honestly. I really, really don't know if I can wait. Because I'm an internet junkie. I, I go on, I'm a, you, know, you know me, I go on Twitter all the time, on Instagram. I'm always on my phone and shit like that. So, like, uh, I, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to stay away from the internet, especially when a big movie like that comes out. Because people just don't know how to stop talking about it. They'll post spoilers and stuff. However, speaking of Captain Marvel, spoilers. By the way, I don't care if I spoil anything. The end credit scene for Captain Marvel, you know, what I was setting up the aftermath of Avengers Infinity War, showed Captain America, like I said, with his beard, Black Widow, Rhodey, and Bruce Banner. Um, I wanted people to tell me what happened at the end scene, because I didn't know, I didn't, I knew there was going to be a scene, and there had been talks about it potentially setting up Avengers Endgame. So I was just like, fuck it, man. I'm not, I'm, I, I can wait and see Captain Marvel. I'm sure there's nothing too big that would ruin my, would ruin my, my liking, likingness to see the movie. But like, I just wanted people to spoil it. Or not spoil it. I just know people leak shit online and I wanted to see it. It was in a different country first though, when I first seen the end credit scene, but then I went to the movie theaters and I seen it and it was a good, it was a good scene. I mean, I like Captain Marvel. I mean, like, because of Carol Danvers, you know, very humorous, very sarcastic, and a lot of, r- really fun in a lot of ways. And, you know, the, just by seeing that little short meeting with Thor, it makes it seem like, you know, it's going to be interesting to see her. I mean, have her a part of the Avengers, and potentially her leading the Avengers, having all the Avengers and all their experiences together. It's going to be interesting seeing how they all mesh together. I mean, female lead character was the best part about it. I mean, Captain Marvel kicked ass. That was a great movie. I should go see it again. But, uh, it was great. Like I said, it was everything I hoped for. Um, Brie Larson, I just can't get over how damn gorgeous she is. I've, I, I forgot, I think it was, what movie was she? I forgot the movie she was in. It was, I don't know if it was like Super Bad or something, but yeah, she was like the party girl. No, she, uh, I think it was like Jonah Hill. His cr- She was his crush or something in the movie, but I don't remember. But going from that to, to Marvel and stuff, I think, like, it's just funny, because, like, I feel like now, as fans, and all the little kid fans, all the grown-up fans, when you have an uh, actor or an actress that's played the same actor, uh, same character for so long, it's, to them, oof, it's basically, you're, like, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man to everybody. Captain... America, obviously, Chris Evans is Captain America to everybody, you know, and so on. Black Widow, the Hulk, everyone part of the uh, Avengers cast, that's who people see them as. Hardcore see them truly as those heroes, and that's the best part about it, because we can put our minds and almost convince ourselves to think it's true, even though it's not but in our heads, that's what the way we see them as because we've seen them for so long. We've watched them in all these favorite films, and, and and that's the way we feel about them. So that's the way I feel about Iron Man, especially Iron Man's my favorite MCU character, um, and you know he's always been like 
you know, I have I have the Avengers Infinity War toys still on display in my room. Uh, I look at them every day. I have the big, uh, big tall figure of Thanos. I have a uh, the collector's edition Tony Stark. I have the regular edition. It was like ten bucks. Tony Stark and the Captain America from Infinity War. Um, I have a tall Black Panther, which. Uh, matches the same size as Thanos one. I don't know exactly what sizes they were, and I have this blue Iron Man from back in the day, like a it's called like like blue steel or something. I don't know. It's like a knockoff, but it was part of the movie. But you know, back when they used to make uh, more movie toys, they made like different editions, like uh, different editions of Transformers, different editions of uh, of GI Joes, etc. You know what I mean? You get what? The way they make the toys is so much, so much more different. Like, especially when you got Legos and stuff like that, and the Lego sets. You know, potentially Lego sets of Avengers Endgame. Speaking of that, um, leaked potential spoilers for the movie, for plots in the movie, like the Avengers facility. It's rumored that Thanos comes to Earth to battle the Avengers in, in, um. On on planet Earth, I don't know why my brain just stopped for a second. Like he's gonna set to go and attack them on Earth. But the question is for me is like, how are they all gonna be there at the same time? Or I mean, because I know all of them have to go and get the stones and stuff, and you know they have to they have to worry about getting all the stones and stuff, and 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 making sacrifices and all that. Hey, you want to make a bet? Want to bet the cop sacrifices himself for the soul stone? Do you think, as crazy as that sounds, that would be a weird way for him to die versus, like, you know, maybe being killed or something by, like, the Anos and, like, combat or something versus, like, no sacrificing himself. So it would be kind of crazy to say goodbye to a character like that, that particular way, but we'll see what happens. Definitely it's going to be interesting. So um, I'm really, 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 like, at the edge of my seat for it, so I can't wait for that one. And I know that a lot of people are going to be into this podcast because this one's all about superheroes. We generally just talked about that, and that's what we've been doing. Been doing, but like overall, like I said, I've just been chilling. I've just been watching a lot of YouTube and just relaxing you know, and having fun, just living life like a normal person, getting better every single day. Uh, you know, worrying about the things that I have. You know, setting setting a lot of a. Uh, good goals and notorious goals that I've felt that I can accomplish and, and things that, um, you know, things that I've been thinking about for so long because I, that's basically how life is. Like life's just a constant wave of setting goals for yourself. And I think it's pretty exciting. Actually more than pretty exciting. I'm just, you know, I'm stoked because it's, it's, it's a damn, She got some ass. Man, I love Latinas. They're the best. Mexican women are the best. They're just all the best. I had a I had a funny rant earlier on on Insta, or Snapchat about that. Um, you know, the whole attention thing. The whole attention seeking that goes on in today's 2000, 2019 and, and 21st century. The whole attention seeking thing that on the side of women. So you know, like what I, what what I mean by that is the whole Instagram account, uh, all these girls posting really explicit, nice pictures, you know, of their asses and stuff. You know, they they particularly highlight specific parts that they're trying to get people to sh- show. 
or getting people getting people to react to look at they'll follow you because you're very attractive in a way because you're showing off your body and stuff like that so i know in a way i kind of was a little pissed off about it because it's like that's the only thing to do is to gain exposure and you know that's turned into a trend i feel like and with a lot of women i feel like that's something that they do not necessarily in like that same particular way but like you know they'll they'll do something for your attention and that's going to attract the wrong people if you're doing something like that in a particular way like posting a picture where you're showing a little too much and you know it's going to get a lot of people there just post what if you just post a nice picture of someone who's fully clothed and they're just a pretty person or they're an attractive person you don't have to be naked you don't have to do none of this other extra shit to gain notoriety now i understand there's business behind certain profiles and stuff like that but for women to do that as a normal trend and you know the way to grasp attention it's just sickening i'm not trying to bash here be a woman hater i love women women are excellent that's yeah i came out of a woman so i can't say nothing about that um and it's just you know it's it it's it's sickening because of the fact that um that's how our, our world is generated towards in a way when what i mean by that's like you know there's just a lot of bad people out there and you gotta watch your back and you gotta worry about people being fake you gotta worry about people turning on you i mean life's gonna be full of that but it's 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 become more popular than it hasn't so you gotta watch out because people can do something behind your back and fuck you over stab you in the back lie to you do every fucking thing you possibly think of every if and or but that could possibly happen would happen to you and you just got to watch it back because no one's loyal, no one's truthful, people lie, people put up fronts, um, people only gain, they'll, they'll go after something for attention, in a way, for attention or to get something out of it. They'll use it. And that's not the way, that's not all. She's so tiny. That girl looks like she's like a fifth grader. She's in college, but she looks like a fifth grader. It's funny. But yeah, I mean, it's disgusting though, man. Like if you're going to gain attention, do it in a positive way. Because it's like, there's all these famous people, like scientists or people like discovering the cure of cancer, for example, or something like people like that, like really sciencey people and really technical people and real people that are somewhat famous and can be worldwide famous, but yet they're not. Because we're glorifying younger people, younger stupid people doing stupid things, being known for stupid things. And, you know, you may have had a serious come up in the year 2018, 2017, current 2019. But where did you come from doing something potentially stupid? Look at some of the uh, look at some of the artists that we have nowadays. No disrespect to the talent. I definitely vouch for the talent. And if you're doing what you're doing to get money, I'm not going to hate. I'm not going to sit here and be a hater. But just the general way that that it's been generalized, the, the way that it's gone, the direction that it's gone is a lot different than what it used to be. Um, so going back to that, another thing I've seen was uh, the whole Snapchat thing, the premium snaps. You know, girls will be on profiles. I've seen this on these little dating, dating apps. By the way, I'm not on those or anything. I've just seen it, like, in the past, and I've heard people talk about it. Um, it's like, you know, the whole premium thing. You know, oh, they'll, they'll want you to add the premium. It's like $25, $45, $55. I'm like, what the fuck? Premium Snapchat for what? To see some random person's naked-ass body, which, I mean... That's not even. That's not even gonna be nice. I, I, uh, what's nice about seeing it? 
first and foremost, I ain't paying for shit. If it comes down to that, I ain't paying for shit, man. I don't pay for shit. I don't pay for none of that shit. That shit would come to me free, free of charge, free of charge. There's no, there's, there's no, there's no premiums in anything I do. I, I, I it's free of charge, man. Uh, and um, like, oh, fire's on, on fire. Um, but yeah, that's like the whole premium snaps and you know women's just you know it, it, everything's been so sexualized generally, and that's why the world's so sensitive. We're in a sensitive ass world now, you know. Uh, you know the whole LGBTQRVZ fucking community. It's all crazy. Everyone's so much more sensitive. Um, we're just in different times, man. There's times of judge, judgmental people, and just so much shit, man. There's so much negative shit going on. You just gotta have your back in all the areas. But yeah, that's a different thing for a different day. Um, but like I said, yeah, like the way that they gain attention. I mean, you want to gain attention for being an attractive, beautiful girl. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, gaining attention in a negative way, you're going to get a negative response or negative feedback in a way. Because I guarantee you half those guys that slide in your mel- your inbox after you just posted a picture of your titties hanging out don't want to just talk to you. I guarantee you. Don't even come at me and try to say that I'm wrong because I know for fucking sure that I'm not wrong when it comes to that. 99% of the world would agree. And if you're not 99% of the world, you must be the people that vouch for that kind of shit. Because you know that's for damn sure. You posting something like that, you're inviting people to come in and associate with whatever topic you were talking about. So you talk about something sexual, these guys are going to think it's okay to come into your inbox and, and, and associate with that specific topic and talk sexual. The girl has white pants on. If you're asking where I'm at, don't worry about it. But damn. That's where I do a podcast every every Monday or every week. But yeah, like I said, I'm excited for tomorrow too, by the way. Training and stuff coming up. But yeah, one, one more thing before we get out of here. We're almost coming nearing in on an hour. We just wrapped. We're like 20 minutes plus. Um, thank you guys for joining, by the way. Um, we are available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay.fm, and more. Um... Like, like I said, if you're going to gain notoriety, attraction, you're going to attract people, attract somebody in a positive way. Do something positive. Be known for doing something positive. Don't be known for doing something that's negative or something that, you know, isn't really vouched for. You can be an attractive person and you can attract somebody in a good way. I mean, I'm not, a, I mean, at the end of the day, I look at it. I mean, it's, it's attractive to me, but do I think about... A, Wanting to go absolutely to slam my dick inside of them? No, I'm good, man. I don't think about it like that. I mean, Maybe may in my head, I'm not gonna go and vouch for it and, and persuade somebody I know to go and do that because that's gonna attract the negative attention. You can like the pictures and stuff and like all the beautiful models you want, but there's a difference between like liking them and inviting people in. So it's kind of like a lose lose, a win win in a way. So it's kind of different. So. I don't know. That's just my topic on that. I'm just a little pissed off about how uh, how women act towards us now. And it's just a lot of different feelings and a lot of people being unreal, trying to lie, being bad at lying. You know, if you're going to lie to me, dude, just lie. Fucking be, be, be better at lying. Take a class on how to lie because no one's been able to lie to me or get the jump on me from day one. And that's the way I kind of plan to keep it. So, you know, I've just had a little bad taste in my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm coming into times where it's changing and I'm changing myself and uh, I'm excited to continue uh, being 
a better person and, and, and utilizing everything that I have and, uh, doing everything that I have and doing it better every single day. So like I said, I can't wait for tomorrow. I get my first training session, uh, with professionals and I'm excited to show them and, you know, show them who I am and show them for everything that I've, that I've, I can do and I'm accomplishing. So it's going to be exciting. So I can't wait for that. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. That is our show for today. It was real fun. We talked mainly Avengers, Avengers shit. It was really fun, exciting. Uh, like I said, thank you guys for joining in. Um, like I said, we're going to keep moving on. And, you know, sometimes I've got to be honest, I hadn't really felt the ultimate fire for the podcast because, like I said, I didn't want it to feel like a job. I wanted it. I wanted it to feel like a passion and it is a passion. And I've been thinking about my goals every single day. It's not like I wasn't wanting to do the podcast. I'm just so busy and I think about a lot. Damn, she has some beautiful hair too. But yeah, um, you know where to find me at G the King underscore MMA on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Gaby Baby123. Snapchat at G the King underscore MMA as well, folks. We will be back next week. Thank you all for tuning in. Podcast will be up shortly. G Meeker MMA out, baby. Thanks to Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast free of charge easy as fuck visit www.anchor.fm slash start to start today all you need is a google account an email account whatever the fuck you have all you need is an email account passcode special characters and a beautiful voice for broadcasting easy as fuck sign up today thank you guys